Welcome to Defy Gravity Studio. Come on into the creation room, a place of creation built to encourage self-education, empowerment, responsibility, and peace. To ignite the fire within, to build your self-worth and a sense of propulsion that will move you into your purpose and passion. Come into the creation room and build your own life right on your own board, the life that you want, the way you want it. Find the tools and the community driven to succeed in their own individual lives, learning and growing and exploring body, mind, and spirit together. This is the creation room. You are invited to join the community. Hello, my name is Juliana Sauber. Um, I am excited to talk to you guys about the topic, right? Hormones. <laughs> How many conversations do we have that are around hormones? And we don't necessarily know they're around hormones. But I'm going to give you a little bit of an indication of how much hormones affect our day-to-day life. Hormones are basically messengers. They're like emails and text messages and Facebook posts and Instagram um, videos and things along those lines. And and these messengers kind of fly around our bodies and they they tell your body what to do. So um, I won't go into all the hormones because that could be a 25-hour class if we went hormone by hormone because there's hundreds of them. We're going to talk about some of the key hormones, the key messengers, um, and... um, some ideas on things you might do regarding hormones. Uh, Most often we talk about hormones in terms of um, reproduction and sex and things along those lines, but it also affects our uh, weight and how our body manages weight. It affects um, how we recover from illness, how we um, go into puberty and our bodies develop over time. Um, it affects um, our seasonal response to what we're being exposed to. It affects mood, sleep, um, how we interact with other humans. Um, the list goes on and on. And uh, hormones are affected by an awful lot of different things. Uh, and we'll get into some of the things that hormones are affected by. Um, there are lots of organs and glands that secrete hormones. So organs like the liver secretes hormones. Uh, The duodenum, which is part of the small intestine, secretes things like leptin, which helps us stay leaner and stronger, more muscular. Um, The kidneys secrete renin, which help our bodies to balance water and fluid. The stomach, which uh, a couple of the hormones coming out of the stomach are ghrelin, um, which ghrelin is the I'm full and satisfied hormone. And uh, histamine. And histamine is the one that um, kind of is our body's response to what's going on in in the world around us. The large intestine secretes serotonin, which is our happy hormone. 70% of it comes from there. Um, There are hormones related to the immune system. A lot of those come from there as well. The pancreas. We often talk about insulin. It's actually a hormone. Um, The adrenals. uh, Cortisol as well as a laundry list of other things, and dopamine, which is our, our loving hormone. Uh, the thyroid secretes T4 and then uses T3. So that's, um, that is a thyroid hormone with four iodine molecules on it. Then it goes through a conversion process, 
and then it loses one of those iodine molecules in that conversion process, and that's the hormone that plugs into the thyroid. Now, the thyroid's responsible for metabolism. We talk about that a lot, but it's also responsible for balance in your body, for energy, um, for your hair and your nails. I mean, there's a laundry list of things that the thyroid does. Um, the pituitary gland, human growth hormone, which we generally talk about that related to kids going into puberty, but human growth horm help, uh, hormone helps us repair and recover from injury and illness and helps keep us younger. Um, and TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. So lots of you get tested by your doctors for TSH. TSH is actually a measure of pituitary output, not a measure of thyroid function. Now, the thyroid can trigger requests for TSH. Um, so do the adrenals, so does the pituitary gland, etc. So TSH is a poor measure of thyroid stimulate or the uh, actual thyroid. Uh, the pineal gland stimulate or um, secretes melatonin, um, which is part of sleep and secretes some hormones which help with eyesight and um, brain conversion of the images we're seeing in the light that co that's coming in. On the negative side, the things that sort of affect the, the um, hormonal system globally are synthetic chemicals and toxins. And I talked about those in a previous class last week, and it's also been released as a, um, a uh, podcast. So toxin-free uh, home makeover is what you can look for with that. Pesticides and insecticides and the you know, weed killers we spray in our yards. Beauty products, so makeup, um, lotions, things along those lines. Hygiene, so soaps, shampoos, uh, shaving creams. Soy affects hormones. Meats, often the way that they're raised affects hormones. Most conventionally grown meat is raised on things like soy and corn. And so the animal is eating excess soy. Their hormones are thrown off and they're stressed out. So their hormones are thrown off. And that affects the meat. And then that affects you. Over cleansing of body bacteria. So what I mean by that is the bacteria that's naturally occurring in your body that helps you to remain healthy. Uh, actually secretes neurotransmitters. Um, and helps with hormone production. If we have been exposed to too many antibacterial hand soaps. And um, wipes and antibiotics. Things along those lines. Uh, that can affect your hormones as well because that's digestive and gut. Cleaning products, plastics. Um, it's hard for me to see a baby with a pacifier in their mouth because they're basically sucking on hormone-disrupting plastics. Um, chlorine and fluoride, which are most often... I mean, we use chlorine for bleaching and, and they put fluoride in our toothpaste and in our dental visits, but then it's also in our municipal water supply. And that interferes with the T3, T4 I was talking about. When the T3 goes to plug in, the chlorine and the fluoride can be sitting on that receptor site, and that doesn't work. Heavy metals can affect your hormones, uh, yeast, and fungus. Uh, there's lots of other things, but those really are some of the big ones that you'll find. Um, all right, foods. I'm just going to do a real short list of foods. Sugar, like beet sugar and cane sugar, can affect your hormones. Um, caffeine and artificial sweeteners like aspartame. Uh, Splenda, do they even sell Splenda anymore? I think they've called it something else. Um, those really do affect your hormones, 
because they affect the liver. And so in the cycle of how your body kind of gets hormones going and keeps them going is your body um, at the end of the cycle reads in the digestive system the hormones that have been broken down and excreted. And then that information is transferred up to the hypothalamus in your brain. The hypothalamus says, I'm short on this. I need a little more of this, et cetera, and starts sending signaling through the pituitary gland and through the liver. And then the liver starts to build or send out building blocks. You know, it's sort of like um, the hypothalamus makes the phone call to your builder who is going to put, you know, put a new bathroom in. And so it has to go to Home Depot and buy the supplies. So the liver produces the supplies, if you will. Okay. Um, I mentioned soy is a food that interferes. Lots of our processed foods interfere with how our hormones work. Um, There's something called um, toxic hunger, which is related to the inactivity of specific hormones. So when you eat a, a, a diet that's very high in carbohydrates, it does not trigger ghrelin production in your body. And um, then your ghrelin is what stops you from eating, basically. And you burn through those carbs and lectin is not, or leptin is not triggered either. And leptin is the, one of the hormones that help keep you lean and strong. And so we really want those two hormones. Now, emotions can play a part in hormones, um, stress and trauma. Um, these are all bigger discussions and, and generally are going to need a little more work to implement. Um, but the understand that your unexpressed or unresolved emotional trauma has an impact on your, how your body expresses its hormones. Um, basically, there is this biochemical, and if you want to understand more about it, Candace Pert wrote a great book, um, and it talks about, she discovered that when we have emotions, there's a cascade of amino acids that build proteins and they build bro- proteins that are not correct. And those trigger the, the cells to do some things that are outside of normal biofunction. Um, when that happens over and over and over and over again, it actually rewrites our DNA. So it starts as epigenetic, where the incorrect protein comes in and your body's DNA system responds to that, and then it moves into uh, a DNA conversion, and um, that DNA conversion um, or change um, becomes more standard operating procedure until you clear out that emotional trauma and stop the stress and eliminate those, the fear and those pieces of it. And then your body can then heal the DNA. So I don't want you to think by any means, if you've got, if you've had stress and trauma that you can't heal from it, because I promise you that your body can heal from it. Okay. Uh, so let's talk first about foods to help with hormones. And then we'll get into the um, Young Living Support uh, program for it. Um, let's see, foods, broccoli sprouts. Of all the random things, like we talk about, you know, I've read these articles that say you shouldn't eat cruciferous vegetables for your thyroid. Nonsense. There are, let me see if I can place this. There are phytochemicals that occur in cruciferous vegetables that can lower your thyroid. Agreed. However, that is a reductionist view and that takes a look at one element of it. Whereas if you look at the whole phytochemical structure of broccoli, cauliflower, kale, etc., it has phytochemicals that can lift up your thyroid. So really what we're talking about is balancing. So if you're high or you're low 
we're looking to come to the middle, okay? So I don't hesitate necessarily to recommend or to eat those specific foods. Because as an example, I mentioned the liver is a part of building hormones. The liver, when it's toxic, can't structure uh, hormone foundations very well or can't give you enough. You want to keep your liver clean. Broccoli, specifically the phytonutrients in broccoli, help cleanse your liver and are present for up to three days in your liver. Uh, so please don't hesitate to eat cruciferous vegetables. We're looking at that, that reductionist view doesn't consider the fact that the whole plant itself is important for whole body nourishment. Okay. Um, flax seeds, sunflower seeds, um, hemp seeds, chia seeds. Flax seeds specifically have some phytoestrogens and some nutrients in there that are very beneficial. They help to keep blood sugar balanced. They do a lot of good things for your digestive system. So I'm, I'm a big fan of flax seeds and I would definitely suggest those. Um, they can um, bring testosterone in balance and um, blood sugar in balance. So there are some specific challenges that are related to testosterone and blood sugar in women and flax seeds can be beneficial there. All right. Uh, it can also then balance out estrogen. So it gives you that really good benefit of all of them. Brazil nuts contain selenium, beneficial for the thyroid as well as other parts of the body, and good fat. Now, good fat, when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about avocados and olives and nuts, not peanuts, but nuts. Um, those all have, they're, all, they're what we call a good fat. And those good fats are beneficial. They build cellul mem cell membranes. And they also provide a building block for hormones. They help your brain and your nervous system to function properly because your brain and your nervous system are primarily fat. So without good fat, your, those pieces of it don't get to work very well. So we really want those. Um, cleansing is incredibly important for keeping and balancing hormones. I mentioned liver cleansing. We wanna, you want to do a liver cleanse, I would suggest twice a year. Uh, if you're dealing with hormone balance, you might want to get on a, a mild liver cleanse and stay on it for a while. When I first started, uh, recovering my health, I didn't know a lot about cleansing and I'll be doing a class on detox in, in the near future. But one of the key things that I was told was keep your liver clean. So I did some research on some herbs that help cleanse the liver, etc. And so I started on those. And then I did some other more intensive liver detoxes. Uh, coffee enemas are fantastic for triggering liver detox. Um, and as our castor oil packs, there's lots of good ways to do that. We're going to stay specific to Young Living products here today. Um, but beyond Young Living products, there are some other really good ways to incorporate cleansing in, but I would not never ignore liver cleansing because it is by far one of the most important organs in our systems. Um, as it, oh. hi everybody. I just want to make sure I was on. Shoot. Sorry. Um, sorry guys. Uh, I lost my signal. So I apologize. I was talking about liver cleansing. So I'll continue with that liver cleansing, incredibly important for you to do. And I'll get into some of the products, uh, related to liver cleansing as we get into the, more of the specific products. Um, stress, 
you must reduce stress, okay? Because stress drives us to do all kinds of things that are not beneficial for us. We get stressed out. We do too much. We drive ourselves too hard. We get tired. We fall asleep. We wake up in the morning. We're exhausted. We're sluggish. So we drink two or three cups of coffee. Um, and then we drink a soda. We have sugar throughout the day. Stress, 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 right? So um, what stress does is something called cortisol steal. So in the building of hormones, one of the core things that comes out of the liver is called pregnenolone. Pregnenolone is a core building block for a lot of what I'll call our sex hormones, our reproductive hormones, estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone. And then there's three different types of estrogen within those categories. I'm going to use estrogen as a broad category, however. Uh, So let's just say your liver in a day can produce 100 units. Oh, and cortisol, by the way. Pregnenolone supports cortisol as well. So let's just say your body can only produce 100 units of pregnenolone of this building block nutrient. Okay, so your body produces 100 units and you've had a very stressful day and you drink too much soda and you eat too much candy and your sugar level's high so your body has to offset insulin with cortisol. So cortisol, 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 cortisol. Your body thinks it's in fight or flight survival mode. It thinks it's going, it's running from a saber toothed tiger. Okay. So what it's doing is it's going to take those hundred units and it's going to shave off like 60 or 70% of them and contribute them to cortisol, which leaves a very small number to build progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. Okay. How it impacts you is very individual but there are people that fly in different directions. I would say that most people end up deficient in progesterone, high in estrogen, low in testosterone because women need more estrogen than men do. So our body naturally moves towards estrogen, but we really do need progesterone. It's again, this balance between the two, you know, like calcium and magnesium balance each other, copper and zinc balance each other. Um, we need estrogen and progesterone to balance each other. And we need a little testosterone in there as well. Girls, testosterone is our strength, our muscles, our sex drive. Well, it's part of our sex drive. Estrogen's a piece of sex drive as well. But when it's off the charts, there is no sex drive. Okay. Um, eventually over time, as, um, we progress through our stages of development and our seasons in life, progesterone drops off even further and we deal with um, vaginal dryness and we deal with, you know, some other challenges that are not so much fun that lots of women deal with. Okay. So a key element is stress. So whether it's stress from what you're eating or stress from your work or your kids or whatever, if you cannot eliminate pieces of stress, you must reduce them and reduce how you respond to them. Because I promise you from personal experience that better than half of what you're stressing about, you have created that stress because you perpetuate the stress. When you stop responding to that stress and stop responding to that fear, a powerful thing happens. A lot of it goes away. If you remember the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, I didn't know what that meant. I read it a long time ago and I was like, eh, okay, cool book. I didn't really think about it. Until later when I realized I was making myself crazy over lots of little silly stuff. So when I stopped worrying about all the little silly stuff, you know, the kids spilled a glass of milk. Who cares? Candidly. You know what I mean? Oh, so, you know, the dog made a mess. 
Big deal. Clean it up. They ripped up a pillow. You don't need that pillow anyway. You, we have to make decisions about what's important and how we use, use our stress energy and how we direct our emotions. Fear is one that eats up a lot. And what I learned about fear is it's these scenarios I've created in my head that probably will never come to truth, will never come to fruition. The more I think about them, the more likely they are to come to fruition. But nine times out of 10, they're not actually going to come true anyway. You know, I have fears about certain things happening and then they never happen. So the key thing is we've got to talk ourselves out of fear. I'm afraid this and such and such is going to happen. Well, yeah, it might happen. But guess what? It's not happening today. So let's take a focus on today and stay present. Okay. It takes practice. I am not trying to be flippant about it. I am not trying to say that fear isn't a legitimate thing to overcome. It is a legitimate thing to overcome. I have, I have fought my way through and overcome fear after fear after fear after fear. You can do it too. I promise you that. I promise you that. Take the first one that comes to mind and rewrite it. Absolutely rewrite it. Rewrite it for the truth about today with gratitude attached to it. Okay. I was afraid I was getting, I'm afraid I'm going to get in a car accident. Oh, I made it home from work just fine. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I knew it. I knew this was going to be great. No problem. Okay. So it's about rewriting that fear. And if you need more help with conscious languaging and things like that, love doing that stuff. Would be happy to, happy to help you in that area. Okay. Um, Emotional trauma and stress. 70% of what you're dealing with emotionally, the responses you have to life are subconscious. So I think it's important to get to know the techniques to eliminate emotional trauma and deal with the things you're not dealing with. Whether you get a counselor or a friend you can confide in who listens without judgment and is there to support you. Um, Whether you confess something to someone and release that shame because that shame keeps you caught up and it keeps you down and keeps you from healing. I promise you that. Okay. It's not going to be easy. I promise you that too, but it is so worth doing. Absolutely worth doing. All right, you guys, core nutrients, vitamin C. I mentioned the kidneys. Vitamin C is a core nutrient. Absolutely required for everyone. Um, getting further into core nutrients, mineral essence. Most people are deficient in minerals. That's multigreens as well. Um, multigreens have been absolutely powerful for my family. And then super Bs. When you are stressed out, you are burning up B vitamins. Okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to educate yourself. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry for the cough. You have to educate yourself and you have to make a decision on what's right for you. I did. I said at one point in time, no more. This is not working. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to get myself educated. Because in the end, your MD has seven minutes for you. They cannot solve your world's problems in seven minutes. And nine times out of ten, to be candid with you, their solutions are not solutions. They're masks. And so let's, let's rip off the mask. Let's find the solutions. Let's get you educated so you guys can make your life awesome. Okay? Um... I'm I'm going to encourage you to look up the symptoms of estrogen dominance, 
Okay. I'm not going to look them up for you, but look up the symptoms of estrogen dominance and look up the symptoms of low progesterone. Okay. Those two pieces of it for women are key and critical. Now, excess testosterone and low testosterone are a piece of the picture. So you may find it beneficial to look those up, especially if you're like me. I was at a high stress job. I was working 60 to 70 hours a week, uh, as well as raising my, you know, helping my husband to raise our kids and keeping a household up or trying to keep it up. It wasn't clean by any means. Um, And I found myself in a situation of tanked progesterone, pretty much tanked testosterone and estrogen off the charts. And I looked, as I was reading through the symptoms of estrogen dominance, I was like, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Okay. So um, that was critically important for me to get to know that information. So I'd encourage you to get to know that information for yourself. Um, Okay. So there is another piece of it that I'm going to encourage you to do. And I will post this on the Facebook page is head to a website written by Carolyn Mine, M-E-I-N. She wrote a great book on essential oils and emotional release. And she wrote a book on different bodies where she talks about 25 different body types. Now, what we don't normally know, what we're not told about the female body is that we cycle with the moon. That is our normal, natural way to cycle is with the moon. But we are so far off energetically from the moon cycle that we have lost that rhythm. Women used to, there's a great book I remember reading, it's called The Red Tent, and it was set in biblical times. And what would happen is all the women of childbearing age would go into a tent together and they would take the children, the the girls who were about to come into childbearing age in with them, and they would spend their menstrual cycles together about five days. And they would teach each other and share with each other and support each other. And if they had questions, they would answer those questions and they would, you know, teach the young girls, this is what to expect for your bodies. And this is how to birth a child. And they were birth children in there. And it was very much community based and they would share a lot of the information, but they cycled together. And you probably have heard that if you have female roommates, like when I was in college, we all cycled together. (laughs) It was kind of an amazing thing. And at the time I had no clue. I didn't understand what that meant. So um, go on to Carolyn's website and take the quiz on what your body type is. And I'm going to split the two, and I will post this also on the Facebook event. I'm going to split the two into full moon cyclers and new moon cyclers. Okay, and I'll put the full list on the Facebook page. And when I put the podcast on my website, it will also have the link and then the split out. This is based on my research, okay, And, and experience working with clients too. So as an example, um, it, when you go into the 25 different body types, you're going to, you're going to see they're associated with body part or a gland. Um, so there's uh, blood, brain, eye, heart, lung, um, pancreas, pineal gland, thymus, thyroid. Those are full moon cyclers and new moon cyclers will be adrenal, gallbladder, hypothalamus, intestinal, liver, uh, nervous system, skin. As an example, that's not the full list, but that gives you an idea. So once you figure out your type, and I'd suggest you pause this video and go find your type um, afterwards. If you guys are listening to this live, then you'll want to do this afterwards. But pop onto this website, 
take the quiz, find out your body type. You'll also find lots of things about foods that are beneficial for you and things to eat when, and it's really, really cool to kind of know this about yourself. And you'll probably look at it and it's, there's um, great images of body shapes. You'll probably look at it and go, Ooh, that's my body shape too. And so it allows you to understand yourself a little bit better. It's really powerful stuff. So full moon cyclers tend to need to boost progesterone starting day two of their period and for 10 days. So to help support progesterone, I, um, in the Young Living Products family is progester Progescence Plus. Progescence Plus is this amazing serum. It was developed um, in conjunction with Dr. Dan Purser. And Dr. Purser has lots of videos on YouTube and lots of these like $3 books on Amazon, which are worth the read. He's amazing. You're going to get, he's going to get pretty technical. So if you want to skip the technical, maybe the videos make more sense. Um, you don't have to know this information, but if you're geeky and want to know this information like me, then, you know, I go into it regularly and, and learn a lot more. Clary Sage is beneficial for two days. And usually I suggest that like five days before the full moon. Um, for two days only. And what that's doing is it's starting this balance between progesterone and, and estrogen. Because what's supposed to happen with your cycle is your progesterone rises up and then it drops off to allow estrogen to rise up and then it comes back up again and it drives your estrogen back down. And that's when you release the lining of the uterus because the lining of the uterus is filled with estrogen. If you're continuously releasing the lining of the uterus, you have a lot of progesterone or a lot of estrogen going on. Um, so I, I'm, um, I, I suggest the Clary Sage, um, two days for two days, starting five days before the full moon. Okay. The key is, and if you're not cycling with a full moon, it's okay. Because what, what's beneficial for us is to, is to start that process to bring your body into balance. So if you're cycling 10 days after the full moon, it's good to bring your body into that full moon cycle. Because the full moon has a magnetic connection to our bodies and it informs the electrical system of our bodies. It does. It absolutely does. If you work in the medical industry or have you ever heard this reference that everybody goes crazy on the full moon, we are affected by it. We are affected by the moon. Fennel is also beneficial here. And I like fennel, like I'll take a couple of drops and I'll put it right over my liver, which is on the right side under your rib cage. So you don't have to, you know, if you don't have to be perfectly exact about it, I just put a couple on my, and I just kind of rub this as I'm getting ready in the morning. Uh, it helps your body to metabolize excess estrogen. I did use Mr. Blend for a little bit. That's to bring testosterone up. Um, and for me, that was, um, and, and for lots of other women as well, that can be a libido booster. Um, two other things that, that, uh, in my research are beneficial power jize for women can be beneficial. If you're one of these women who doesn't build, um, uh, muscle at all, no matter how much you work out, you might find power jize beneficial for short periods of time. I took it for a few months and then I had to come off of it. It was like my body needed to come up to a certain level and then I stopped. And then acceptance blend um, is really beneficial. And I don't know why, but my research showed that acceptance blend was a good one. New moon cyclers will benefit by boosting progesterone a couple of days before the new moon. All right. And for a period of about 20 days. 
this is, uh, these are individuals that tend to be very low on progesterone in part because these tend to be the drivers that the A personalities, the ones that push themselves well beyond their limits like me. Um, they may benefit by sclerescence. Um, and I didn't mention Lady Scleriol for your full mooners, but Lady Scleriol is good for the full mooners. Sclerescence for the new mooners, um, endogize, um, endogize helps support your endocrine system with glandular support. So it's about tissue rebuilding. Estro, um, because we want to balance this estrogen progesterone very well. Cortistop, which, so when we're super stressed, the cortisol is going, sometimes we can't get it to stop. We need just this temporary kind of like, put the brakes on cortistop about two weeks can be transformational. So if your stress is up here and you can't seem to get your stress to come down, cortistop might be really beneficial. Again, two weeks, no more. Take a break, let your body even out. In the meantime, learn how to breathe, learn how to calm down, learn how to not be reactive to the situations in your life. So use that time frame to transition your resilience and transition your perception of life. Endoflex, endoflex is good for everybody, guys, even little ones. I no problem putting endoflex on um, age six and up. I have no problem with that. Endoflex helps balance the whole endocrine system, pituitary, pineal gland, thyroid, thymus, parathyroid, uh, adrenals, okay? PD8020. Again, guys, if you are, if you've been stressed a long time, a long time, you will be low on DHEA. And I mentioned pregnenolone as a building block. You're probably going to be low on that as well. This is where PD8020 comes in. So long-term stress and trauma, PD8020 can be super beneficial. Uh, ladies who are starting into or independent menopause, I find ladies scleriol really beneficial here as well. And endogize may be beneficial for you. Um, again, we're talking about supporting these glands in working normally and in a balanced manner. Okay, ghrelin. Let's get into ghrelin. This is about hunger and satiety or being able, being satisfied. One of the best things that good fats, I mentioned good fats in your diet, omega gize, which is an omega-3 supplement with essential oils in it, super beneficial. Detoxibes, because if you've got some things in there that tend to encourage your sugar and your carb cravings, detoxibes can help to clear some of that out. Essential zymes four, will help you to break down fats and proteins because sometimes we're not breaking them down even if we eat them. So essential zymes for taken with or after your meal, especially if you're getting meat and or fat in the meal, um, can be great there. Lime essential oil, I find tends to lower hunger as does dill. Uh, I was reading about taking dill and putting it on the inside of your wrists here and then you smell it. And it brings your hunger down. So um, eat some dill pickles. Put some dill oil on your <laughs> wrists and, and eat less and be able to choose your food wisely. Okay. Everyone can benefit from liver detox. Juvitone helps to tone and tighten and bring nutrients into the liver so it can do what it needs to. There's three phases of liver detox and then it keys, keys in with the gallbladder. Um, you want those phases moving well. Um, we don't want to dump toxins in there and the liver can't handle them very well. Juvaflex, 
again, it gets the liver moving into that detox process and Juva cleanse, um, which actually like pulls stuff out. So I would not start Juva cleanse until you've done Juva tone and Juva flex first. And then you can start your Juva cleanse. Um, detox zymes, I mentioned those. D liver, or um, they are digestive system detox. Love these things. I take 10 to 15 of them on a very regular basis. Little tiny capsules. Um, I, my body loves that and is very well supported by that. Um, and so I think you can find benefit. Don't start at 10, work your way up to it. Femigen might be beneficial for women in terms of endocrine system balance. Um, and the, I would suggest the prostate formula for men who are looking for, um, balance there, multigreens to support your body, um, in nourishment and rehemagen, um, spelled R E H E M A G E N is a cleanser, head to toe cleanser. Good, good, good stuff. Okay. Thyroid endoflex and myrtle. Um, there is thyramin, um, and that one has thyroid glandulars in it. Um, I mentioned, um, Dr. Dan Purser. I do want to bring that up again, because if you're, if you're an education junkie like me, if you're an info junkie, uh, hop in to, uh, to see Dr. Dan Purser's information. I mentioned toxins guys. What we don't want to be doing is like, you're putting all this great stuff in. You're like, yeah, I'm doing the endoflex and I'm doing the progressants when I'm supposed to. And I'm taking my, you know, taking my supplements and I'm really excited, but then I'm still using my toxic cleaners and my toxic beauty supplies and my, you know, my hormone disrupting, um, soaps and shampoos. It's one of those things where I've had this discussion with, um, a friend of mine. She's gotten the toxic cleaners out. She is eating really well nowadays. Uh, she's doing all kinds of really good stuff, but she keeps saying to me, I just can't seem to give up my hair care products. I really love my shampoo and I love my hairspray and I get my hair colored on a regular basis. That is an individual decision across the broad brush. I'd say it's probably okay for her specifically. The key is start at whatever level you want. I went all in. Like I don't use shampoo. I use baking soda and apple cider vinegar. Happy as can be with that combination. Um, I use Young Living soaps and lotions and um, hand soaps and whatever. And that has allowed my body then to not be fighting. To If you're putting in these things in that are creating imbalance, your body's constantly fighting to be in balance and can't quite get there. If you take the things away that are driving imbalance and you say, okay, I'm going to start, I know I'm starting here in terms of balance, but now I'm going to bring in all the building blocks to kind of lift my, my hormonal system up to a really good space where it can function and operate in a good place, then your mood's going to be good. Your sleep's going to be good. Your energy's going to be good. You're going to feel good. You're not going to be hungry like you were. You're going to be able to control your cravings. Um, you're going to have an easier time with weight management, all of those pieces of it and all those little things you sweated before. You're not going to sweat them anymore. I promise you that you're going to look at it and you're going to laugh like that was silly because <laughs> sometimes things happen for a reason. Actually, I believe all things happen for a reason. Okay. So, um, I think that wraps up everything I wanted to share with you guys. I encourage you to do your research. 
go into the website, find out which of the body types you are. And based on the list that I'm going to give you, start looking into the elements that are going to support your body in hormone balance. Uh, if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to message me and I will do my best to answer them. Because of FDA uh, requirements and because I am not a doctor, I cannot diagnose, heal, cure, or treat anything. This information is for educational purposes only. It's to help get you started on your path. You can ask me a question. I cannot answer questions about diagnoses uh, or symptoms or anything like that. I can guide you towards body systems. I can guide you towards support mechanisms. Uh, from there, you have to do your own research and educating. All right. Um, and I believe education is empowerment. So I would encourage you not to rely on one individual, but rely primarily on yourself and then bring in people that help to educate you and support you. All right. Um, let's see. I don't know. No questions. It doesn't look like so. Um, if you guys have questions later, you can post them in the event or you can message me. I'm happy to answer whatever questions I can. All right, you guys have an amazing, wonderful, incredible evening. Enjoy this good weather and I'll see you on the next class. Bye. Um, sorry, guys, uh, I lost my signal. Thank you for tuning in for the Defy Gravity podcast. We are thrilled to have you as part of our family. We're going to ask you to follow this podcast, to share it with your friends and family. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all the places. Come see us in person. We'll be doing masterminds and classes and online courses, bringing you education, empowerment, and freedom so you can spread your wings and defy gravity.